This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Today on CityCast Boise, we've been glowing all month about Boise being the most dog-friendly city, but what's the downside? Boise State Public Radio contributor and dog dad Jimmy Dawson is with me to talk biggest pet peeves, and we're digging into off-leash dogs, hardy poopers, and a safety tip that could save you from a serious headache. It's Monday, August 7th. I'm Emma Arnold, and this is what Boise's talking about. Hi, Jimmy. Welcome to the Dog Days of Boise. Emma, so good to be here. Um, Okay, before we get started, tell me everything about your dog. (laughs) Okay, so her name is Ruby. Mm -hmm. She is a golden retriever. Uh, She has been called a pocket golden because she's on the smaller side. She's like 55 pounds. Yeah, so I'm I'm a basic white boy in Boise with his golden retriever, <laughs> but she is the sweetest dog ever, the goodest girl, and she, you know, is much more of like a medium energy. If people listening have goldens or have been around goldens, sometimes they can be really high energy, and we got pretty lucky with her. You know, she's about a year and a half old, so still in the puppy phase, but you know, really, really well behaved for you know, her, her stage in life. Year and a half. So our dog, we have two, for some people know this, if they've been listening a while, we have two dogs. We have a year and a half old. Uh, She's a real mutt. She's a lot of things. Her name is Dr. Beverly Crusher. We call her Bev for short. Uh, And she's about a year and a half old. Very mellow dog. Same. We got really lucky. Um, I did the trick when we met the litter of puppies she was with where we walked in and she was the first one to run over and she just sat right at my feet. And then I did the thing where you like put your hand on their back and if they squirm away, then they're like high energy, but she just like laid down. So uh, that seemed to work. She's pretty mellow. She does get the zoomies. And then we have a 19 and a half year old How? <laughs> dachshund Oh my mix. God. <laughs> Who is the oldest man? And one thing, so that his name is Chip, and we have had him a very long time, and he is my best bud in the whole world. Just the sweetest, sweetest dude while the kids were little was always super gentle and loving with them. I love taking them to the dog park and stuff because anytime anybody sees Chip, they just start laughing. He's just, he's so short and strange looking. He's got this massive body on these tiny little legs and he's just waddling along. But he still gets around. He still goes to the dog park. Do you go to the dog parks? Do you love a dog park? I do like a dog park. Uh, I'm particular about my dog parks, mostly in like the winter and, and transitional seasons, just because... You know, I don't want to have to give Ruby a bath like three times a week. Mm-hmm. So I like going to the Morris Hill one just because it's all barked off. So, yeah, she gets a little bit dirty if it's rainy or whatever. But 
man, it's so much better than Dog Island uh, when the frost melts or it's been raining, which, you know, it's just a giant mud pit. I can't let you just slide talking crap about my favorite place in the world, Dog Island. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I love Dog Island, just not when it's a mud bog. So muddy. Also, uh, that there's that one puddle at Dog Island uh, over by the mound, which is what, three and a half foot deep. And Beverly will go and she will swim in like the water, which is gross enough, which it's it's like duck poop soup, mm-hmm. which is disgusting enough. But Bev's favorite part of the dog park is to go and jump in that nasty, disgusting, super muddy puddle every time. It's a spa day, Emma. Come on. It does get very muddy there. Um, the grass always takes a bit to recover. But I find the Morris Hill Dog Park to be so depressing. I think it's my least favorite dog park in town. Um, really? Even the one over, the new one over at Molinar, which is just grass and there's not really a lot out there. At least there's grass and the dogs can kind of sniff around. The The Morris Hill one is just, I don't know. And it has, a, it has a very cute little obstacle course there, which I'm sure some dogs enjoy. But every time I've been there, the benches and the little structure there just reek of pee. I mean, so bad. You can't actually sit under there. And I don't know, that's just like the lack of really anything dog really. I don't know, like Dog Island is like dogs can really get their sniff on there, you know? Sure. I could I could see that. Uh, I don't know. It's just a nice place where I can throw the chuck it and yeah. she can chase other dogs around the trees on the perimeter. And uh, you can c- kind of keep more of an eye on them uh, since Dog Island's so big, which is a big plus if you've got, you know, dogs that need to roam, right? Yeah. And that's Bev. Bev needs to run and run and run and run and run. Like she chases the whole time we're there. And that's perfect. That's that's exactly what, you know, Dog Island should be for, I think. Yeah. I do occasionally go to the military reserve, although it's pretty far from our house. And obviously that's a super nice spot too. Um, lots of space, but blisteringly hot. Not a ton of shade at yeah. that one in the summer. That one's a little rough. Yeah, I, I definitely avoid that for sure. Um, but I, I hear even though you love Dog Island, you you had a little incident there uh, in the past couple months. I did. Bev does this thing where she gets all the dogs at the dog park chasing her and then she gets very scared and she runs back to me to hide. Well, I was taking a video of Chip uh, being ancient and adorable with another dog and um, I wasn't paying attention and Bev led a pack of dogs running full speed. And one of them was this giant mastiff and they all ran into me, but the mastiff hit me uh, right it like right below my knees and flipped me upside down. And I landed right on my head, fully knocked me out for a few seconds. I came to with all the dogs in the world licking my face uh, like, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> um, and I got a concussion. I had to go to the hospital. Um, luckily, I got an, you know, an MRI and everything and I was fine. But uh knocked me out. I had to miss quite quite a bit of work and I had to, you know, concussions are like very serious. And people at the dog park, I fell so hard, people recognize me still from that fall. Not to brag, Jim. But. <laughs> You're so Boise famous, Emma. <laughs> I love that people know me around town as the girl who got hit really hard by that massive at the dog park. Yeah, something I noticed about Dog Island, uh, if you go at like 8, 8.30 in the morning on a Saturday or Sunday, you have a really good crowd of people with pretty well-trained dogs. That's an interesting point because I do think that the range of characters at the dog park varies so much by time and date. Sometimes you'll go uh, and you'll be like, it'll be a really rough crowd of dogs. It'll be really poorly behaved, aggressive. But now the evening crowd, Jimmy, 
Now that's where it's at for me. The right before the park closes, it's finally cooled off. Evening crowd, that's a very chill crowd. And there's actually kind of a little club that meets there. There are a bunch of people who meet in the winter who because the soccer teams and stuff aren't there at Ann Morrison. So there's like a ton of people with their dogs just off leash, ro- like running around. There's like another a little unofficial dog park there. Interesting. I mean, thankfully, during the winter months, they do let you, the city does let you have off leash dogs in Ann Morrison up until oh, good. February. Okay, so I'm not narking. <laughs> No, 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 I'm no. Glad. no. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So that's that's totally kosher until I think it's like February or March or something. Okay. Yeah. Do you do that ever? Do you take your dog off leash? <sighs> no, because I mean, she's she's probably like 80 to 85 percent good on recall. But like, I wouldn't trust her until she's, you know, 100 uh, percent, which would take, you know, months of training and uh, reinforcing my trust in her just because it's like. There's so many things, and I think we're going to get into this, uh, is just like one of the things that annoys me the most is when you have an off-leash dog and they just immediately approach you. I personally love it, but I know friends who have reactive dogs, uh, you know, for a variety of reasons, uh, or they might have just gotten surgery or something and you're trying to get them a little bit of exercise, but you have the off-leash dog coming up and getting them riled up or, or whatever it is, and you inevitably hear the, oh, don't worry, my dog's friendly, right? <laughs> uh, and it's yeah. like, well, A, you know, yours might not be. Or B, mm-hmm. you just you can't have them in that situation. And then they look at you like you're the asshole, right? Yeah. Or sometimes on the green belt, you'll have that happen and the dog runs right up. And it's like, you don't know people's level of comfortability with dogs. Some people are very afraid of dogs, have had bad experiences, you know. So I'm totally with you right there. I Neither one of my dogs are off leash, but it is funny because I am, I am very aware of their limitations. Chip has never been trained. He's always just been more of like a couch pillow uh, like a little throw pillow who eats uh, a lot of human food. Um, he's never been well-trained, but Beverly is pretty well-trained. We did some training courses with her and stuff, but I would never trust her off-leash, whereas my husband, sweet man, is always like, she. I think she'd do really well. I think she'd do great. I think she would, and I'm. Oh, and we have tried it numerous times in places that were safe, and she is not coming back. She's not living <laughs> she... up to those uh, generous expectations. <laughs> no, he wants to believe so bad. She will not take off. She's great at sticking around, but when you... Specifically, like if there's a groundhog or something and you're trying to get her attention, she's like, no, thanks. I'm really busy right now. So we definitely are not off leash dog people. That's the thing is like, I think I'm pulling this out of thin air, right? But I I think probably 90% of people who own dogs overestimate their dog's ability and, uh, you know, their willingness to obey commands. Yes. Yeah. They're like, oh, she'll come if I call her, but I'm just not really going to test that. Right. (laughs) Right. Exactly. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail from accepting payments to managing inventory. Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Well, let's talk other pet peeves. Uh, Sometimes I worry about the fabric of our society. When I see somebody at the dog park, watch their dog take a crap and then not pick it up, which I know is a very basic thing to whine about. But like, you are in an enclosed space where thousands of dogs poop a week 
hundreds. I don't know how many dogs, but it would be interesting to find out. Jimmy, let's do a story on that. We should. Uh, I want to know how many dogs are pooping at Dog Island a week. And to just be like, eh, it's fine. I'm not going to pick it up. I'm like, we're, this is this is why we're unraveling as a society. Like, if we don't all pick up our poop, it's going to be just poop here. It's literally just going to be poop. And the other day, I saw a woman with two Great Danes, beautiful dogs, very well behaved, take the biggest poops I've ever seen. And she she like looked over and then she did the thing where she pretended not to see and she walked the other way. Did you call her out? I know I was across the park. I was pretty far away, but I uh, I clocked her hard and was like, well, now we know who's not a citizen. Now we know. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one with these, uh, you know, inner monologues <laughs> when mm-hmm. when we see just things that absolutely tear at our brains. Because uh, I'm I'm the same way with you. Something to think about, though, since you say it's the unraveling of society. I was thinking about it earlier. You know, back in the '90s, how many people actually carried do- like poop bags? How many people? Oh yeah, nobody. Right. Yeah. So it's like, are we getting a little bit better at least? You know, that's a, that's a fair point, actually. Um, I remember grabbing grocery bags to walk my dog uh, when I was like a teenager, but that was because my parents, incredible citizens, were always like. You got to bring a bag with you. You have to bring a bag. But it wasn't like a well-known, not everybody was doing it type thing. Like people were definitely just walking and letting their dog poop and being like, that's someone else's problem. So that's that's a really good point. I always, always think about the Parks and Rec's employees who empty those bins at the dog park. That has got to be the most horrific. Like just walking past them makes me gag. And then you've got these incredible these these uh, citizen heroes emptying those poop bins, uh, you know, a couple times a day, I'm sure, in the summer at least, and uh, making sure that the poop bags are stocked. And then sometimes you'll see somebody who brings a bunch of poop bags from home to restock the thing in case they're they're out. So you're right. I think we are getting better. I think there's a little bit of hope in that, too. Well, since you mentioned uh, the actual poop bins themselves, Emma, I'm, I'm wondering, this is just a throw out question. Is this <laughs> one of your pet peeves? Are you one of those people? Because I see signs on garbage cans all over, you know, my neighborhood. I've seen them elsewhere, um, you know, not on the bench. But do you get angry if someone who's walking a dog carrying a poop bag stumbles across your house and you have your garbage bins out and decides to toss the bag in? Are you angry about that? No. Oh, my gosh. I never understand those signs or the people who get, like, fussy about that because I'm like, this is literally what it's for. Help yourself to my garbage can anytime you need to throw anything away. I'm not fussed that you're throwing a, a like a bag of poop, uh, even if it was your own, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope not. I'm not even concerned. I'm not even fussed. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't I don't understand that mentality. I think that that's a public service. If anything, you're you're doing the right thing. Let me help you. Yeah, I I can understand people not wanting it because it's something that they pay for. But I'm generally with you. Like, I would rather have someone's dog crap on my yard, pick it up and then put it in my garbage can than not pick it up at all. Please do. Yeah, please do. I mean, that's for that to me is like best possible outcome. You know, also, I don't expect you to carry that home. You know, we've all had to walk a long way with a bag of poop. That's why sometimes people get annoyed when people um, pick up their dog's poop and then leave it at the beginning of the trail. I don't know. No, I can't stand it. I can't. You I, hate it. You I, hate that. Do you I get mad? Ooh, I let's get, get into it. I get furious whenever <laughs> I see that because inevitably I'll come back like two days later or something to do the same hike. Guess what? Poop bag's still there. That's true. Yeah. 
forgot it. Didn't pick it up on the way out. Quote unquote, forgot it. Conveniently <laughs> forgot it. True. Okay, I don't believe true. it. I don't buy it. I'm sure that it happens like, you know, here and there that you actually do yeah. forget. Uh, but no, I'm not buying it. They're just they're just not taking responsibility for it. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Because so I never would leave a bag like that because I would have to make like a general like public announcement that's like, I'm not a bad person. I'm coming back for this bag. And then when I got there, I'd be like, see, I came back for the bag, everybody. Like I'd have to make sure everyone who saw me do it saw me do the right thing later. You dig a post nail up your <laughs> you know your announcement on a public announcement board yeah i am arnold we'll come back for this poop bag signed you know dated july 28th well before we go i want to ask you what is a thing that your dog does that someone else might be annoyed by but you think is super cute like mm. i for example i am so bad about this and uh, alex hates it I feed the dogs people food from the table. I do. I can't resist it. I think genetically, some people are more susceptible to that face they make when they want something. Uh, and I am always like, no, we don't feed you from the table. But then they're there and they're so sad. And I'm like, obviously, a tiny bit of crust from a pizza isn't going to hurt anybody. So You're a sucker. <laughs> I am a sucker. I'm such a sucker. What about you? Oh, man. Um, I don't know. I'm usually hyper aware of my dog's behavior, which... You know, maybe some people would be like, oh, you're a little neurotic. Um, I don't know. I She's really good about jumping for the most part, but sometimes she gets a little overly excited. Um, so I get a little embarrassed about that, even though I think it's cute when she like starts to try to get up on someone and then realizes, oh, I can't do that. And then so she does circles around the people's legs. <laughs> uh, but I'm still like, oh, oh. yeah, I, I still wish that, you know, you would be just a little better behaved. <laughs> she will be. She's going to grow into it. She's just a baby still. That's, and that's that's what I tell myself, too. I'm just like, yeah, she'll she'll be fine. She's she's like 99 percent like there and has been since she was like six months old. Do you let your dog lick you lick your face? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't like sit there and let her lick my face. But if she licks my face, I'm not going to be all weirded out by it. Well, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> well, you want to hear what's weird? Sorry, mom, I'm putting you on blast, but she'll put chapstick on to get the dogs to lick, lick her lips. No! <laughs> oh, my God. Mama Dawson, what are you yeah, doing? I, I don't agree with that. But, you know, no. if that's if that's how she wants to, you know, be, then, you know, more power to her, I guess. So gross. So gross. Uh, well, that's <laughs> agreed. Agreed. <laughs> that's all for today here on CityCast Boise. If you enjoyed the show, tell us what Boise dog owners do that makes you barky. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more local stories from around the city. Bye. The dachshund that you have, Chip, like he's not native to Idaho, right? It's not like an, a, a wolf or a coyote where, okay, yeah, that's a wild animal. Like, crap wherever you want. He's from California, actually. <laughs> oh, don't let people know that. <laughs> My little transplant dog. <laughs>